We're ready? We're ready. Season Welcome. finale. Of Ert. <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> I mean. It should be a statement, not a question. Ert. Ert. We can wake up Ert. Hi. It's real talk. Hi. Hey. <laughs> All right. Today's season finale. Of what season? Season two finale. Woo. Yay. Woo woo. Welcome. Yeah, so we just want to touch on some highlights of things we learned, may not have learned. Who the hell knows what's happening? <laughs> I learned nothing. Did you not? I added more roles into the event bucket. Oh, God. Do I know what those are? Um, maybe. The COVID compliance officer. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. What yeah. does that mean? What does that entail? Yeah, it's basically a person that gets certified on all the rules and regulations that you can hire for your event, in addition to your security guard, that can actually tell people what they're doing wrong and what rules they need to follow. I feel bad for anyone who went through that certification because it's about to be useful. No. Useless, excuse me. Yes, <laughs> useless. All right, so speaking of rules, if you have not listened to season one, go back and listen to season one, episode one, four, and five, where we actually break down the rules within our industry. Venn diagrams were involved. Yeah, especially in the first one, if you want a good um, laugh example. I mean, I figured if the 90s were coming back, I might as well bring it back. Why you gotta knock on my clothes? Why you gotta knock on my clothes? I don't know. I just do. I was like, there's something clever to say, but we're just gonna leave it alone. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's all fine. We're fine. Yeah. So, did you learn any new roles? Uh, yeah. Or designations of current ones? Mm. No. <laughs> I did not. I didn't try really hard, mostly because my role is basically from afar now. That's fair. I feel like um, the AV roles expanded. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, I mean, you have hybrid certifications now of where you're like now you get this testing because you know your shit and it's like okay but hybrid's been around a while why is that a thing so you're talking like a certification for a platform or production I mean, for, type. For, yeah platforms or production or just like as a person you know how to host a hybrid event no, oh, okay. You know, like expansions on virtual certifications and virtual. I got you. Oh, that's super fun stuff. Yeah, so I got certified on a you know a, a virtual platform, event planning, usage, whatever. That you'll never use. I might never know. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not gonna be here. So yeah, I feel like there was like a lot, a lot more. Nothing got clearly defined because so many roles. Smudged. Smudged. <laughs> Smudged. What's the word? I don't know what the word is. It's Blended. 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 So we're going to call it a schmedium. A schmedium. Um, you know, where as a event manager in a facility, I'm also trained on AV, but an outside event planner is, can now be more trained on AV and more trained on platforms and maybe also be a compliance officer so that they can be like, no, no, I also get to tell you what to do and what you're doing right and wrong you know there's so much more added to the bucket so what i'm hearing that i'm not a fan of is that event planners they've upped the ante on qualifications so sure. you have the option to learn how to do av mm-hmm. whether you took that time to do that or not is on you 
So basically when we go back to in person, I would expect almost every event planner to know some level of AV. You're setting your expectations really high. Well, that's but what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. They should. I mean, if they survived so 2020 be- in the beginning of 2021, they should have gotten some sort of certification in AV. I would hope. Or at least, maybe not even a certification, but at least expanded their knowledge on it. So that when they go and outsource it, they know what they need to ask for. Yeah, how to cut costs. Where to cut costs. Although I've always said you should spend more money on technology than you should on food. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So no, I haven't learned any real roles other than the fact that everything right now should expand upon what the typical roles have been defined as. And you should have more experience now. Hashtag facts. <laughs> All right, so, so what grinds your coffee? Um, I don't know. Oh, Let's God. See, no, yeah, not reading emails. Yeah. Um, were these your notes? These are my notes. Oh. What grinds my coffee? <sighs> Those are really my notes. Those were a, a contribution to the notes. Everybody asking for everything at the same time and... Uh, then nobody answering emails. Where you're like, okay, we're working on a first come, first serve basis, so I'm going to email you and ask you to confirm these things, but you don't get back to me in three weeks. Well, don't you remember everybody reports to somebody? Everybody's a committee. No. They're always... I guess committees grind my coffee. (laughs) Um, I'm going to throw one out here um, just because I know I've talked about it before, but it really pisses me off. The events with exercise... (laughs) <laughs> yeah we've i feel like we've talked about this we have we've bunch. talked about it we have talked about it a bunch but it hasn't stopped anyone and people are still putting it in their events well it doesn't stop anyone and i think maybe people think oh you know virtual event fatigue you know it's a thing so let's get people moving or get people outside and do fun things but like that's not why i signed up for this no, what, we sat through a webinar not too long ago where they did a 10-minute um, deep breathing meditation exercise. Yeah, and that was it. And then once you realize, like, oh, that's all it is, you don't even have time to go to the bathroom now? <laughs> or eat. Or eat, or, like, anything. Yeah, that was interesting. Because I was fully anticipating that being, like, yoga or Pilates or... Yeah, some for like 30 minutes. Something. Not 10 minutes of saying Indian style. Some people don't have the ability to do that. It's not Indian style. Excuse me, crisscross applesauce. My apologies. But yes, some people don't even have the space to do that. Yeah. Some have reorganized their offices so they have all the space. I mean, some people just don't have the mental capacity to do something like that. I don't want to breathe. Just teach me something. I already breathe. It does it for me. (laughs) I don't think about it. Mindful breathing, like I tell my kid. I'd rather do the woosaw where you grab your ears. Just yeah. Like, woosaw. Oh, yeah. I would rather watch that movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. So, what else? Let's see. Untimely event information distribution. I think this is a two-way street because you have untimely, where people aren't getting you the event information on time, but then you also have the overflow of information where, okay, I signed up for this event, You've now sent me um, email confirmation, and then every single day, twice a day until the event happens, I'm getting an email on this event. And then by the time the event comes around, I've already started ignoring your email, so then I miss it, because now I've trained myself to ignore your emails. So you're talking from a attendee perspective. So if you're talking from a planner perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just gonna flip to the other side. 
But even still, it like it's the same as a planner. You should not do that. Well, no, you should not do that. Yeah, but if you ever look at any of the training they give you on how you should market your event, it's you start out slow, and then f- increase the frequency as the closer that you get to the event date. Uh, during my CMP training, it still said it like fifty-six weeks. You should be sending out mail. Mm-hmm. We don't do mail anymore. It's a waste. So what you're saying is they encourage people to not be sustainable. That's a different certification. <laughs> That's the CMP sustainability certification. You have to pay extra to learn that part. But for the basics, you're going to learn how to snail mail. Yeah. All right. So anyways, from the planner's perspective. Planner's perspective. Um, yeah. So when there's communication, whether it's committee, whatever. Um, information, as much information, especially from a facility standpoint, should be given as early on as possible. So yes. that way changes and adaptations can happen much quicker mm-hmm. in a shorter period of time. Um, and why hide it? Why hide Like, if it's not a public event, I get it. But at the same time, like, what event are you possibly planning secret. that is so secret, secret that nobody can know any of the details I mean, I'm sure there's some that require high levels of security. There's some level of that, but... It, Maybe they have the Coca-Cola recipe. The Coca-Cola... What? The Coca-Cola recipe. Oh. It's super secret. Is it super secret? <laughs> is it locked up in a vault? Actually, yes. If you go to the Coca-Cola Museum in Georgia, it is locked in a vault. <laughs> Basically, it's just corn syrup with sugar. Oh, that's it? <laughs> right. We're going to breeze oh, through man. this one. <laughs> Look, we're just wrapping up the season. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Yeah, I I can feel that too. Because, I mean, some people are so restricted by other people being so busy that they need answers from that the trickle-down information, you're not getting an answer to. I mean, because I've worked with people where, you know, it's three or four days before the event, and I get the information, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we can work with us. You know, because it's not ever going to be anything that's detrimental. No, right? it's not. But if you're doing setup and planning around other events and things like that, from a facility perspective, oh, yeah. the information a little bit early on is helpful for planning staff, just oh, like they have to plan staff. No argument here on that. Trust me. My problem is there's not enough people who have to get answers from others that push enough to get those answers. It's like they're afraid they're going to get bit by the dog that doesn't bite. Yeah, unless it's a chihuahua. Do that. How many times has your name been misspelled? <sighs> That's not even funny. <laughs> That's not even funny. Um, well, from, the, from the same person? Yeah. Literally from the same person. I got um, four to five different spellings. And apparently it just triggered something in the minds of everybody in my universe to start spelling my name incorrectly because since then I've probably gotten five or six emails from different people with my name spelled incorrectly. Yeah. I don't really understand it either because, um, you know, why do they tell you to put an email signature if people aren't going to read it? I don't know. Or if you sign an email even without a signature and it's just your name typed, like, I just don't get it. I don't, did, when did the Y look like an I? Or an EE or an IE or an EY. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I've gotten some fun ones. I feel like um, I should make a board for that. Yeah. The one with the H was really fun. You spelled your name with an H? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm. Yeah. 
So how does that lead into your next? Oh, people suck at reading emails? Yeah. Oh. They really do. Yeah, or applications, job postings. Oh, man, applications are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, no, I mean, I think in, <clears throat> in regards Spell to... Spell check. Yeah. Spell check is a thing. <laughs> It's a thing. If you're sending an application and it's like autofill, you can spell check it. The problem is it doesn't grammatic grammar check it. <laughs> See, I can't even get it. It doesn't check for grammatical errors? It doesn't. No, but if it highlights something and it's telling you you spelled something wrong or there's a grammatical but error in it. But if it's not spelled incorrectly, it's a correctly spelled word, but it's not the right. Then you ignore it. When you put y'all, so you as the reader, when you put y'all in an email, it says it's spelled incorrectly, but I know that's spelled right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a southern thing, which is fine. You know, um, I'm just saying. So now Microsoft um, can read which part of the United States or the world you're on, so it can you know correctly spell words. That I mean, you, you can also of. add to the dictionary, like if y'all. It's showing it's spelled incorrectly. You can right-click it. But does anybody see that as a problem? If you can add to the dictionary, like, why the dictionary wouldn't have all the words? There's something wrong with that. Okay. It's not It's not words. It's slang. Let's call it what it is. It should have a dictionary slang word, like, Yeah, it's database. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's not even good slang. That's like if you have a, a mind that goes so far south, like, you need to... I mean, yeah, but if you ever want to know what the kids are saying, you can just, like... Or Google it in Urban Dictionary. Yeah, I can't even keep up with that anymore, nor do I want to. <laughs> no, I think the worst part is when you ask questions, when you're trying to gather information from people when you're planning and trying to help support their event, and they basically disregard everything except for the one question they have a question back about. It's like, well, what about all these other 10 things? Okay, you literally made me answer an email like that the other day, and it like broke my heart. <laughs> you were like, eh, just ignore it. No, I don't. I need to. I need to answer it. Well, no. Okay, if you're going to plan to have them come meet you in person, then that's totally different. This would be better discussed in person. No, wasn't that email? No, I don't even know what email we're talking about now. No, because then they emailed back and they were like, "Um, "So are they not allowed in the building?" Oh yeah, (laughs) I'm still ignoring it. I was surprised she responded to that. Still, it hurts my heart to do that. And so yeah. when other people do it, I'm like, um. This person already knows the answer to that. They just want to see it on paper. I know. So non-committal. <laughs> There's a song about that. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyways. Cool. Good times. Yeah. So what happened to our peanut gallery? And one of them ditched. She was like, I got better things to do. Yeah. I think the other one got tired of listening to us. <laughs> That's fair. And then one quit. One quit. Like a long time ago, she quit. No, uh, yeah. I've slept. Oh, I was like, I've slept since then. Did she quit or did she move on to bigger and better things? I don't know, because she's apparently still moving on to bigger and better things. Because I keep I getting know. reference checks. I don't know. Apparently, uh, my text messages still aren't going through because she don't answer any of them. Hannah, <sighs> you know she don't listen to this shit. I know, but it's still maybe somebody that does that knows her. Hope. We'll let her know <laughs> that, um, what's their generation? What are they called? I don't know. Gen Z. Are they Gen Z? Fuck, I, I feel know. like they're just millennials. They're no, they're not they're millennials. Millennials cut off like right before Elder them. millennials. <laughs> I'm beyond elder. Oh, I totally thought you were going to like flap your chicken wing. Yep. <laughs> <Thanks, Apple. laughs> 
Um, yeah. So we get no responses from our peanut gallery anymore. Or delayed responses. That's my um, favorite part about doing shit via the web. Via the web. Or Zoom. You make a really funny joke that you think is absolutely hilarious and it's delayed. <laughs> Nobody else laughs until like five minutes later. You're like, it's not real time. I laugh. Like five seconds later, it's delayed. Mm. It's not fun. Because then you're like, oh, did I tell a bad joke? Does it matter? Probably. Do not. I give a shit if it I told a bad joke or not? It no. Matter. Yeah. I give no shits. Yeah, but it's really fun to see people um, delayed responses when you finally see the light bulb go off when you're watching their face and it's like, bing. Bing. <laughs> Those are the best. Yeah, we. I think we did lose our touch. She didn't choke. Nobody choked. Okay, that's because we've not allowed food or drink in the recording studio. Yeah, but did we really? When we recorded the intro, her head was definitely down, and she said she was going to have to be out of the room when we recorded. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to need her to get it together. Because she was laughing. She wasn't going to be able to, like, not laugh. What's wrong with laughing? There's nothing wrong with our peanut gallery laughing. Then we don't have to put in crowd noise. I don't think we do that anymore. Like every other sports facility is doing. We should do that. We should put in crowd noise. Yeah, woo, wee, yeah, boo, hiss, hiss. Sorry, you couldn't see, but I totally did the snake kissing that they do for quotes. Yeah, no. That's how my LSU team puts the voodoo on other teams. The voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think the voodoo is they just go to a game there. City is voodoo. The whole state is voodoo. Did you ever watch any of those movies? What was it, Skeleton Key? That was in Louisiana Swamps. Yeah. Those are good movies. (laughs) Speaking Uh, of movies, we are going to get off topic. I watched the worst horror movie last night when I was going to bed. Which one? My Bloody Valentine. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. The acting was terrible. And they actually had big name actors in it. I was very surprised. So the only reason I watched My Bloody Valentine is because I'm pretty sure it's a My Chemical Romance song. And I was like, I wonder if they did the soundtrack, and they didn't. No, they didn't. They most definitely didn't. Yeah, it was terrible. Acting was terrible. And then I got excited because where I found it, the same platform carries all the Saw movies. And I was like, yes, Mm. I'm going to binge this real soon. Nice. I watched um, Murders at White House, or White Farm. It's based on real facts. I texted to you, and I was like, you need to watch this. Yes. It's based on a real murder investigation. Netflix, right? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Cool. So, anyways. anyways. We derailed. <laughs> yeah. Murder. All right. So, did we learn anything in season one or season two to help us go into our summer mini series? Yeah. Pivot. Yeah, pivot. We got to pivot. Oh, God. I'm so sick of that word. Yeah. Um, I thought about getting a shirt that had the pivot with the couch from friends on it. I didn't. <sighs> I didn't think you'd wear it. Um, yeah. but in all honesty, 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 all honesty, I learned things, but I feel like going forward, they're not going to be useful. They like, may not be like useful the, with some clientele. I mean, like any pandemic certification. Yeah. I mean, if we get to a point where we're like, oh, no masks, eh, no sanitation, like, and you're just really moving back to what the old normal was. 
Well, I think it's going to depend. None of that's going to be useful. Well, it's going to depend on the people hosting the event or the facility supporting the event because they're going to have to put new protocol in place to ensure the safety of others. Because I think there's still going to be some people wary. There should be. Well, yeah. If I walk into a kitchen where catering is going on and people ain't got masks on, I got a problem. Because I feel like that should at least stay... A standard? A standard. Instead of people I mean, breathing like, over the food when they're doing a plate up? I mean, it's like wearing hats and hair nets and beard nets. Beard you should nets. probably wear a mask. Yeah. Because all that prevents is hair, not germs. Yeah. And we all know in a plate up, the food doesn't stay... That's fair. Super, you know. I mean, I can't say anything for hair nets, but every time I've ever ordered food from the Cotton Patch, there's always been hair in it, so... Thanks, dude. Mm-hmm. So my question too is, yeah, if you do a buffet and you have to have a certain holding temp, how do they get away with it with a plate up when it's taken so long to plate up the food? Yeah, I know they're doing off a hotline, but it don't stay that hot. No, it's a hotline, and they, I know they put they it cover in the, everything. And they put it in the hot box. Yeah, but no, that shit gets hot when they have it working and not broken. When they use a functioning hot box, yes. So, check your caterers, people. Check your caterers. Uh, check your temperatures. Yeah, or that. Because if you're putting a Schaefer in the bottom of the hot box, it's probably not getting hot enough. So, why is there a bottom of a hot box? <laughs> why does anyone use the bottom of a hot box? What are you talking about? Well, if it's not going to get hot enough, why would you use the bottom of the hot why box? Why would you use the hot box at all if it's not getting hot enough? I'm saying if you put the Schaefer's in the bottom of it and the food is on top on the shelves... You know, because you're not setting food right exactly on the bottom. Some people still put sternos in hot boxes and leave them there and claim they never do. No. Yeah. If you... No. 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 No, ma'am. Well, then that should answer your question about your email before. No. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is no. Uh, Anyways. Point of all this is I feel like we lost our touch. We have lost our touch. But it's okay. We're going to regroup. And we're going to be out in the public. Yes, we for are. For our mini summer series. We are. We're going to be out doing stuff. Attend events. Take some photos. Mm-hmm. So be on your game, guys. Be yeah. on your games. Or if there's something you want us to attend, you should let us know. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Preferably Aren't. local. I'm not a big fan of traveling, but, you know. We make it happen. Could be field trips. Summer field trip. Day tripping. Hmm, maybe. You, you can reimburse for mileage from, I don't know who. From who? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Our husbands? No. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Not since the truck caught on fire. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, if you haven't listened to any of season one or season two, please go do so. Um, like I said. It's fun. It's consistently a shit show. Yeah, the summer's going to be even more of a shit show. What is it called? Traveling traveling show? It would be a traveling shit a show? traveling shit show? Yeah. We, could we do it outside so we get a tan? Oh, oh, we got the head nod. We got a head nod. Peanut gallery is still awake. We got a head nod. We did get a head nod. Yeah. It's on record. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, we hope you enjoy. This probably went on longer than anticipated. Yep. (laughs) As I called it. It's cool. Yep. So, enjoy your remaining spring, and we'll see you in the summer, whatever that may be. Yay! Stay classy. Make good choices. What is that, Santiago? Don't get caught. Cowbell. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining us this week on Events Real Talk. Make sure to visit us at Events Real Talk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where you can subscribe to us via YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. So you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you enjoy the show, leave a review or comment, or if you'd simply tell a friend, that would help us too. Thanks for listening.